Brown Guy Radio Sports is brought to you by these great sponsors. Girling Repair of Winfield, Iowa. If your mower is dead, call Fred, your Husqvarna and Aaron's dealer. Wayland State Bank, over 90 years of being community-minded, just like you. Located in Wayland, Winfield, and Mount Pleasant. There are big changes coming to downtown Wellman. New storefronts and Buck Walder Motors is proud to be part of those changes. You can still find that reliable family car for you or your student at Buck Walder Motors in Wellman and Richardson Tech Solutions of Richland, Iowa. Well, we got Coach Rovit of the Iowa Valley Tigers. Welcome to the program, Coach. Hey, how you doing? Well, we're it's this week in baseball. Uh, I should do the music. Dun 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 dun. Anyway, we're uh uh we just ask you about last week and tell and you tell me about this week. So how did it go last week? Well, last week we played against Kyoto and we played against Belle Plaine. So our Monday game in Kyoto did did not go as well. Um. We came in ex- expecting and knowing that Kyoto had one of the best defenses in the sickle, and they played the best defense that we have that I have seen them in the past two years, um, and it was phenomenal play. On the other hand, we did not play great defense. I scored four errors in the first inning, and then we just were not throwing strikes, and that's it's hard to win a game when you're giving up free bases on errors and walks, which those are just hard to come by, or those are just easy passes, easy free ninety bases or well, ninety feet. It's a long season, and everybody has a, a a game you don't, you know, you wish you'd have played a little better in. But uh, in general, I think it was Kyoto's outfield. How about their defense? Boy, it was amazing. Oh wasn't yeah, it? oh yeah. Dalton Dodd, the first inning, just I I didn't I didn't remember how his arm was, and I wanted to test it with one of my faster guys on second base, and he absolutely shut down the running game right off the gate. So Yeah, that was, was a big play. Uh, I would have sent the guy, too, field. you know what I mean? It was an eyelash uh, difference between safe and out on that one, but uh, yeah, uh, Dan Dalton and, and uh, the right fielder Vivito made some great plays in that Searin, that Chase Searin. He's just yeah. been playing phenomenal. He just don't never take a wrong read on a ball, you know? Uh and like I said, that that to me, that wins a lot of high school games. Well, how did you do against Bell Plain? Against Bell Plain, we had our sophomore six foot eight uh, Caleb Hawk come out on the mound, and when I tell you, he looks like Randy Johnson, but from the right hand side. I am not kidding. Yeah, I, I think we saw him a, a little stud bit. Stud pitcher. That Kyoto game, didn't we? Yeah, he came in and he only he pitched forty against them. Yeah, he, he's a sharp little pitcher. I, I was really happy to see him. You got a lot of good players. You got a good catcher. Uh, um, shortstop seems like for a young kid, he's pretty good. Uh, yeah. You hit the ball. You hit the ball. You didn't strike out much. You know, it wasn't yeah. that. It was putting the ball, bat on the ball, real good. But you know, uh, so I think you you got a great team. Uh, but uh, um, so the bell playing game, did you win or? Yeah, we won four nothing. Um, it was one of those where. Caleb always proves that he is better than Bell Plain in basketball and football. It's always his best game whenever he plays Bell Plain. And he really showed it on the mound. He came out through six innings, seven strikeouts, just absolutely dominated on the mound. And our defense also came out. Dane Smith, another eighth grader that we had starting, made a beautiful throw from right field to t- uh, to throw out uh, what would have been the leading run in in the fourth inning because it was a zero zero game and we carried that momentum into the fourth inning and we came up out of that inning for nothing and Caleb I told him when I was walking when he was walking out on the mound as I'm walking in from third base I said you've been playing a little bit too picky on the mound I want you to picture the lead now attack 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 and that is exactly what he did he just started dotting strike uh, strike after strike after strike, and our defense was playing. There was one error, I think, in the entire game by both teams, and it was just an overthrow. And that just goes to show you how good both teams really were that game. All it came down to was one inning. And I think that's just a big difference from how we were last year. Last year we went to Bell Plain. We came in, and 
in my personal opinion, I thought we were getting squeezed, but all it came down to was we just weren't throwing strikes. And we came out of that game losing 15 to nothing in the fourth inning. Bell Plain had two hits against us all game. Whereas this time, Bell Plain had eight hits against us, but they came in very not as important moments. It was like a hit there every once in a while, and they just didn't come in bunches like you'd want. Whereas for us, we didn't hit a whole lot. We struck out 13 times compared to Bell Plain's seven, but our six, seven hits came in one inning, and that's the inning that counted. Yeah, well, it, it's it just got to come together for you, uh, and you got to do the damage when you can. Well, uh, I know a little bit about Bell Plain. Uh, they played one of the teams that's impressed me more than about anybody, and that's Sigourney. And uh, yeah. that was, I think, a three-to-one game, and I think Caden Clarahan pitched that whole game. I think he had a, yeah. two, a two- or three-run homer in that game, too. Uh, uh, Sigourney's knocking the ball out of the park. Caden uh, Clarahan has two, and uh, uh, another kid that had one last game, uh, Mullinex. Reed Mullinex. Yeah, Mullinex was good. He was he, good last he, year, too. He knocked, he knocked one out of the park to win the game against Kyoto, and the, their defense was phenomenal, but uh, – uh, a Lee Crawford coach team just does everything well all the time. Uh, yeah. So yeah, you guys got, uh, so uh, that's a pretty respectable win against Bell Plain is what I'm, I guess I'm trying to get to. Yeah, it was, it was a very, uh, it was one in the trenches, as you would say, if you were doing football. Um, and it was just a hard fought battle the entire time. Well, you had a win uh, before you played cute or two. Uh, what's your overall record now? We're now two and one. Two and one. So you haven't played a whole lot of games. You probably got a backloaded schedule that's uh, about to really get hot and heavy, isn't it? Oh yeah. This this week's going to be a bit different than our week before. So if you want, do we want me to get into the preview for next week? Yeah, that's where I'm, that's where we're at right now. Just let's find out what you're doing, uh, where you're going to be at this week. So this week on Tuesday we are at home. It's our first home game of the year, and um, we are doing a quick little moment of silence and memoriam for one of our players that has passed this past uh, past school year, Dylan Penning. Yeah, I remember. Um, I got to see his last uh, – oh, uh, he just played there in, in uh, Kyoto uh, yeah. before that happened. We had the coach on many times uh, uh, through the year, so that's cool. And then Evie, I know, is not as good as they have been, but I – Keep telling our players if we come in thinking they're not going to be that good, then they're going to absolutely roll us over. So yeah, everybody's improving. You guys are improving. You know, uh, you can tell the difference between a team. You know, like Kyoto played five games, and you guys played two games. That was, I think, that was probably the difference because they they didn't play that great the first game uh, of the year. They they made ten or twelve errors. It seemed like in their first game. You know. Yeah, and that's that's a beautiful thing that I love about baseball is you have to play the game. In football or any other sport, if you have just size difference, that makes a, like a bigger difference just based on strength. Whereas in baseball, I feel as if all it just comes down to is who's got the better skill. It's not really about size. Um, so when it comes to EV or English Valley, I really hope they come out and they – give us this a tough battle like Bell Plain did. I think that the best game we played was against Bell Plain. So I'm really hoping that when we're playing against EV, we don't have one of those big game letdowns where we come out and we're soft and we're not hitting the ball nearly as hard as we need to, or we're just thinking this is going to be a rollout. So that's what I'm hoping doesn't happen, especially because Wednesday we have to go and play Sigourney. And oh, you're like playing you Sigourney? Said, Where's that at? That's at Sigourney. That's at Sigourney. That's a wonderful place to see a ball game. Uh, oh, yeah. Really nice field. The colors are real good. You guys got beautiful uniforms. They got their uniforms kind of look like the Iowa Hawkeyes. It's, it's, yeah. uh, uh, I might, I might sling over and see, see that game. Uh, I haven't decided everywhere I'm going to be, and I don't know, uh, how much time I'll have, but, uh, I know I'm calling, uh, Fairfield and, uh, Burlington, uh, or Burlington at Fairfield on Thursday. So I, I, I'd be free. So, who else you got this week? Uh, we have North Mahaska on Friday, who, again, is another really good team. Now, is that so, home or away? That is at North Mahaska. Well, you're on – you're just you're, – your bus is an unlimited amount of gas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, uh, so what What do you know about North Mahaska? Uh, I've, I've seen they've had a couple tough losses, but they were pretty close in those games. 
Yeah, and I was I was kind of doing my due diligence this afternoon while I had a free Sunday, and I was looking at ahead and seeing who we had, and I was looking at North Mahaska's schedule, and they are playing some really tough teams and barely losing, and and that's just it kind of scares me a little bit. Not gonna lie. Well, they got good. I'm, they got good talent up there. Uh, yeah, last uh, year I think they beat us like eight nothing. We just couldn't get anything going that game. You know, that's the beauty of this show. You know, we, we really reach out there and cover lots and lots and lots of teams, you know. And that sickle yeah. that you play in, uh, they don't get a whole lot of coverage. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, well, uh, is that it for the week? Yeah, that's that's all we have for the week. We got EV on on Tuesday, uh, Sigourney on Wednesday, and then North Mahaska on Friday. On sure? Tuesday, we're going to be throwing Owen Brawl on the mound. On um, Wednesday, we'll be throwing uh, Bo Long against Sigourney. And then on Friday, we'll have Caleb Hawk coming out on the mound for against North Mahaska. Well, that's cool. Yeah, uh, watch out for that Caden Clarahan, man. He's hitting the ball yeah. better than anyone I've seen. Uh, the ball just flies off of his bat. Just, it just it sounds different. It travels, you know. Uh, he he, he uh, beat Welton with a three-run homer. Uh, yeah. He beat he beat Bell playing with a, a homer. So, yeah, he's going to be tough. Uh He's a See, sophomore this year, correct? Yeah, yeah. He he was he played for Kyoto last year. Uh, That's what I thought. And he had a three-run homer to beat North Mahaska with two outs. And they were down yeah. by two, and they had two on and two strikes on him and two outs. And he dinged one out in the left field uh, uh, for a three-run homer. You know, uh, uh, his brother was a great is a great pitcher for South uh, Eastern Community College this year. So yeah, and uh, I I remember him last year. Well, Coach, we'll uh, get a hold of you next week, and we'll uh, whip around to another city, guys. Stick around. Awesome. Sounds good. Thank you. We have we are heading to Washington, Iowa, as we have Coach Roush of the uh, – is that right? Yep. Correct. Uh, of the Washington Demons. Uh, welcome back to the program, Coach. Hey. How's it going? Well, your team uh, uh, got off to one of the later starts of uh, all the, the, the teams I'm following. Uh, I think you just had your first week. Let's go over last week's uh, games. Um, yeah, last week, uh, you know, starting off uh, a week behind everybody, uh, it showed those first uh, couple nights. Um, we went to Highland and didn't hit the ball at all. They had a, a really good pitcher going, and uh, he, he threw lights out against us, and we just didn't have any timing down or anything. I thought our our pitchers threw the ball pretty well. Um, we had a we had a defensive uh, play that we did not make in that game, and that was kind of the turning point of the whole game um, against Highland. But then uh, we faced off against Muscatine and Solon on on Thursday, Friday, and I thought again our pitchers threw pretty darn well. Uh, we hit the ball a little bit better, uh, but uh, our defense. Uh, kind of let us down uh, in those those two games, which ended up leading to losses. So, Well, uh, I, I'll give you an example. Uh, Kyoto played Highland in the first game, uh, and they were missing a lot of the spring players, which probably starting uh, uh, later probably helped you a little bit. Uh, mm -hmm. They were missing golfers and soccer players and stuff, and so was Highland missing a few players too. But uh, game one, uh, Kyoto's defense was pretty awful. You know, and uh, uh, Highland put a uh, 10 spot on them. And then the next day, uh, Kyoto threw a no hitter at them in their ballpark uh, and played a lot better. And then they played uh, uh, an Iowa Valley team later on, which was Iowa Valley's second game and Kyoto's fifth game. Kyoto's defense was lights out and uh, helped them get a win there. And uh, you could just see the difference in, in the things. But I'm also noticing. After three, four, five games, teams' uh, defense, hitting, pitching, everything seems to just accelerate. Uh, so were you seeing uh, uh, some progress this week uh, in the hitting, in the fielding, and everything? Yeah, I think so. Um, we're we're expecting to see some of that that progress, and and just you know we're finally getting comfortable at the plate. Um, we could tell by the end or at the end of this last week that. We were seeing the baseball a lot better. We we had a lot more hits. We were putting runs up on the board. Um, so it it's it's coming. It's there. Um, it's just now we gotta 
to start playing more and more and getting that groove and just so we're just showing up to the park and we're in our routine and we we can roll. You say you played high or uh, Solon too? Yeah, we've we've faced off against Solon um, Monday or sorry Friday uh, this past week. Yep. And and uh, uh, how how is their team looking? Um, I think I think they're all right. Um, they're a little down compared to what they usually have in the past. Um, we were, uh, we were up nine to nine to five going into the, the fifth inning and we ended up ha- committing about four or five errors in that fifth inning, which led to them putting up seven runs and, um, and then they kind of never looked back and we lost our momentum and couldn't find it again. So, well, uh, after uh, uh, a week where you, you played a lot of games, you got a little experience, you got some, some experience under your belt. Uh, I know you're a very young team. Uh, what do we got for this week? We got um, a doubleheader against Mount Pleasant tomorrow um, up at Washington. And then on Thursday, we go down to Mount Pleasant for a single game. Um, and then we are off until Saturday, and we play – uh, Davenport Central and then uh, Davenport West. Where are those games at? Um, up in Davenport. All right. So you you uh, was all three of those games on the road the first week. Uh, the uh, Muscatine and Solon were at our place. Well, I, I've kind of heard some good things about this Muscatine team. Uh, what did you see out of them? Um, we saw a pretty good pitcher. Um, it's their starting shortstop. Um, he, he touches 90. He's got a pretty good breaking ball. Um, our, uh, our boys actually, you know, they, they can hit speed. Um, and they were, they were putting the ball in play. It took us a couple innings to figure, kind of figure him out. But once we did, it was, we, we just looked comfortable up there. Um, but no, they, they have a pretty solid team. They got a, a lot of, they got some big boys over there that, um, when, when they, figure it out they're going to be pretty a pretty decent club well uh, let's talk about this mount pleasant matchup uh uh who do you got going in those games um i mean we have everybody um we have the entire uh pitching staff we'll, we'll see um isaac vetter Luke bean blossom noah griner um connor Lydon, um and lucas Oz were kind of our guys that um that are going to be our main guys um, going into Mount Pleasant and then the the Davenport games this weekend. Well, what about uh, – uh, so what would you say your pitching's kind of ahead of the rest of your team? Uh, yeah, for the time being, absolutely. All right. So uh, what time are these games? Um, the uh, Tomorrow uh, tomorrow night we play a JV um, single game at 3.30 in Washington and then a varsity doubleheader starting at five thirty and seven thirty um in Washington. Well uh, that sounds cool. What do we know about this Mount Pleasant team? I know they uh uh were uh, surprised by a Van Buren team in their first game of the year that came back and kinda of had a dramatic win uh, against them. Uh what 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 do you know about the Mount Pleasant Panthers? Um, you know, I mean I I pay attention to the scores, um, but other than that, really don't know a whole lot. I know that they're returning some guys um, from last year. I, uh, they, I mean, they, them, and us last year were pretty, pretty even uh, as far as ball clubs go. Um, so you know, we're we're expecting about about the same. So um, it's going to be a tough, tough doubleheader, tough, tough week of playing them three games all back to back to back. Um, so we're going to see everybody that they got. They're going to see everybody that we got. Um, and yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll have a good measuring tool, uh, by the end of the week. We got a, a small sample size of three games. Uh, who, who are the hitters? Uh, uh, who, who are your breakout hitters? Who's leading the way with the hitting? Um, you know, our, right now it's been our, our bottom half of the lineup has really, uh, stepped up for us and, and our, putting the ball in play a lot, um, kind of getting it over to, to that, um, to back to the top. Um, our, our top hitters are, 
are starting to, to figure it out. Um, we can see some glimpses of just some hard contact. They weren't necessarily resulting in hits, but, you know, hard contact, ball in play. Um, we're starting to see the baseball a little bit, a little bit better. Um, it'll be interesting to see it by the end of the week what kind of where where they're sitting at right now. Mm-hmm. But our the middle of our and to the uh, bottom half of our order is really starting or started off pretty pretty good for us. Well, is there anybody uh, on the defensive side of the ball that's kind of leading the way that that might help you get things turned around a little bit with the, a little confidence, uh, uh, maybe inspiring some of the other players? Um, yeah, you know, um, we've been really pleased with our um, our first baseman, uh, Lucas Zaz. Uh, you know, he's a he's a kid that's been putting his body on the line, just blocking blocking baseballs. Um, and uh, he's a sophomore, you know, and uh, we just love to see that and excited for the future as well. Um, outfield's played pretty solid. Our upperclassmen's in the outfield um, all around. We just, we got to, after our um, Solon game on Friday, we got some things to work on for, with uh, our infielding. Um, so, it, but other than that, you know, it, we're, we're pretty pleased where we're at. All right. Well, go over the games again, where, uh, the home games, uh, uh, the road games, and, and what time these games start. So the Muscatine – or, sorry, Mount Pleasant uh, tomorrow night, doubleheader, uh, 5.30 and 7.30 um, at Washington. And then Thursday it will be at 7.30 down in Mount Pleasant for a single game. Um, and then we travel to – Davenport Central and play a 10 a.m. game and then a uh, 1.30 start at Davenport West on Saturday. Okay. Well, uh, school is out now for most of the schools. Do you think uh, uh, having the, the players uh, not have school kind of focusing mostly on baseball right now, do you think that'll help? Um, yeah. It, it's still not over for us teachers. we still got a couple more days to go, so – but, but from the boys' standpoint, yeah, they're they're pretty happy that they can just focus on some baseball and, and that that stress of school and everything's over with and um, they can go and just have fun and be with the boys and, and play some ball. Well, Coach, is there anything else we didn't get to talk about that you wanted to cover? Nope, I don't think so. Well, we have been talking uh, uh, Washington Demons baseball with Coach Roush. Thanks for being with us. Hey, thank you very much. Well, we are heading to Sigourney, Iowa, to talk to Coach Lee Crawford, who had one of the best weeks of any baseball team in the state of Iowa last week. Welcome back to the program, Coach. Hey, thanks for having me, Dave. Well, you had an outstanding uh, a week, which was a very challenging week because you had four games and, you know, you got to use a lot of pitchers. But uh, 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 we got to see a, a very hard-fought game with uh, uh, Kyoto. You were coming off of a, a hard-fought win against Bell Plain, and you carried that over for a couple wins. Let's go a little bit. Let's start with the Bell Plain game and just go through the week. Okay. Uh, Bell Plain, we ended up winning three to one. Uh, just uh, refreshing my memory here. I believe uh, we started Caden Clarahan on Monday through 90 pitches, uh, had six strikeouts, three walks. Uh, we played pretty good defense behind him. Um, our bats were not we're not kind of where we wanted to being on a Monday and everything, but uh, you know we we did scrape across three runs. Uh, Caden was uh, two for two with a home run at two RBIs. Um, Lincoln Power went one for three. Brady Clark went one for one. And, you know we were kind of shorthanded. We've got you know we've got uh, a lot of things going on at. Uh, you know, school and everything and playoffs. And we had a, we had a soccer team that was uh, pretty good this year. Went to, I think they went eight, six on the season. So we were missing uh Ty Schronick, Reed Mullnicks and Clayton Visser. So we had some, uh, some other guys starting in the lineup on Monday and kind of, you know, I wouldn't say shorthanded because we, we are pretty deep, I think right now. And, um, but it was just weird starting some different people and first starts for some of those guys. And, uh, you know, Caden kind of carried the load somewhat uh, as far as pitching-wise for us goes. And then we brought in, uh, I believe, Jake Moore to finish that game up. Well, uh, it was Reed Mullinex day the next night. Uh, uh, great pitching, great hitting. Um, 
uh, great defense, uh, pretty good defense from both teams. Uh, uh, what was a real, real battle for uh, five or six innings. Uh, you guys were able to stretch the lead out at the at the very end, but uh, it seemed more like a, uh, I think it was like seven to two or something, but it seemed more like a three to two win, didn't it? Yeah, I mean, it was, you know, both both squads there, I think, are pretty talented as far as, you know, our defense. And talking to Coach Mahomes before the game about, you know, where, they, where they're at with their program. And, uh, you know, he thought, you know, defensive-wise, Kyoto was, you know, up and coming and, and had been putting a couple good games together as far as defense goes. And um, it was, you know, it says 7-2, to two, but I would say that's a closer game. It's a 3-2 to two or 4-2 to two game. Um, we, we, we scored three runs in the top of the seventh to kind of give us a gap a little bit and open things up. Uh, Reed, Reed, I thought, pitched pretty well. Uh, he had 69 pitches and 40 of more strikes um, and kind of rebounded from his previous start. So he was really dialed in. Uh, in pregame, he was really focused, didn't really talk to anybody, uh, was just uh, trying to get focused for the game, those things. Then we brought to – Ty Schronick came in in relief um, and struck out two. Uh, had, you know, again, 60 pitches, 40 strikes. So um, anytime you can do that and throw that amount of strikes, I think you're you're going to be in ball games. And, and they kept us in, and we had some great defensive uh, by our team, great defense by our team. And, uh, you know, finally kind of our bats kind of to kind of started to wake up a little bit. Um, I, I – Looking at stats right now, I believe. Oh, that's Kyoto's. Hang on one second, Dave. Just looking at stats here. Well, Trying to refresh my, refresh I remember, I, what I remember about that we, game uh, was that uh, Reed Molnix was up. I think he had two strikes on him and two outs and nobody on base. And it was a 2-2 game. I think it was in the top of the sixth inning. And, yeah. They, uh, all of a sudden, he hits that West. home run. Yeah. And that was a, that's a momentum thing, you know. You get a hit like that, and it's uh, that's a big momentum piece for us. Where you know, all of a sudden, you know, we we have a lot of confidence and do a lot of things, and you know, it's a backbreaker, obviously, for the other team when something like that happens, that big a hit. So, um, Shafronic one for four, Caden Clarehan two for four, Isaac Bruns one for three, Max Phillips was two for four, Reed Molnix one for two with that home run. Uh, Brady Clark uh, was three for three for us, so yeah, <laughs> just you... trying to finally finally woke up a little bit with our with our batting. You know, I, I really like where our defense is at at this point, uh, and pitching has been on point for us as well. Yeah, uh, very very complete game uh, performance. Uh, Caden Clarahan, the ball is just jumping off of his bat. He has so much. Uh, he barrels the ball so well, and it just sounds different coming off his bat. And it seems the ball just seems to travel. Uh, uh, extremely well for, for that young man. Uh, he's having a great season. Uh, well, let's move on to uh, game three of the week. Who did you play there? Uh, we traveled to, we, we got a deal. We uh, traveled up to Mount Mercy and Cedar Rapids and we played the, the Don Bosco Dons. Um, this is the third year we've played them. Uh, kind of got to know their coach at a clinic or so and really really good person and uh you know we just been playing don bosco now for the third year and uh you know we played at mount mercy which is a turf field i don't think we've played there for five or six years and we went up early and you know basically had an hour of practice before we even played just to get used to the turf uh it's kind of a unique deal for us i guess uh and it's kind of nice you kind of see where things are at with your program but you know, you open the gates and the kids go out and they're on the turf. And, you know, it was actually the kids that started the practice. I mean, they wanted ground balls. They wanted fly balls. They were doing short hops. They were, they were doing a number of different things. And it's kind of, it's kind of nice, you know, as a coach to see, you know, they want to go out and see what things are like and, you know, get fly balls and get ground balls and see what the true hops are all about. It's a unique situation for us, but, uh, we started uh, Chase Clarehan on the mound uh, as an eighth grader. Uh, you know, we were looking at him as far as a starter and being a starter. I uh, feel he's really, uh, you know, polished himself up a little bit as far as a pitcher goes. Uh, has three different pitches right now as an eighth grader, which is really advanced in my opinion. That's very good. 
most most pitchers are fastball, fastball, curveball. Uh, Chase Chase has a change up that uh, to, to some of these better teams is just backbreaking in my opinion. Um, yeah, and we felt it was a challenge. Don Bosco is ranked. Oh, depending on what poll you look at, they were ranked fourth or fifth in the state in Class One A. Yeah, a very, uh, that's a very impressive win. Scotty Melvin and I saw uh, uh, last year when Bell playing or when uh, uh, Don Bosco came to town. They looked like a very powerful, extremely strong team. And for you to uh, uh, come out on top, starting an eighth grader, uh, is pretty impressive, Coach. Yeah, we had and we we got beat ten nothing last year. I mean, it wasn't even. You know, it was it was not a. I think we hung around for four innings with them last year. It was like two nothing, three nothing, and then <clears throat> kind of the wheels fell off last year. But this year, uh, Chase Chase allowed three runs, um, and we weren't really we were putting the ball in play here or there. Uh, we saw their number one pitcher. Uh, well, actually, we saw their number two pitcher in Ty Purdy. First of all, then they pulled him because of pitch count. Then we saw their number one, Mac Ortner, who pitched. If you go look at stats, he pitched this weekend against Burlington Notre Dame, and I think he allowed, you know, two hits, but he got, he struck out 15 against Burlington Notre Dame. We saw him for 40 pitches, and then we saw the McMahon kid, uh, who's a fastball curveball kid, um, and he had pitched against us three years ago as like a freshman um, and beat us four to two you know, three years ago. So we saw, you know, you know, one, two, and probably their number four pitchers. Um, but uh, our, our kids were kind of resilient. Like I said, we started Chase. Chase did an excellent job. We might have ran him, ran with him a little too long, but probably the, the biggest thing for us was Max Phillips coming in. Uh, Max came in and struck out six. I think he only gave up uh, two hits, maybe three, walked one. Um, and the kids just played amazing defense behind him. Um, and he was really an, an energizer bunny for us out there. Um, we had some, we had some great hits, you know, late in the game, uh, you know, just over the shortstop's head a couple times and, um, you know, ended up scoring, uh, let me make sure I'm telling make, make, end up scoring, a. You know, two runs in the top of the sixth and, uh, you know, then holding them for six more outs. Uh, we had 10 hits on the game. They had eight. We stranded 11. They stranded nine. So it was a very, uh, you know, even game in my in my opinion. And our, our kids really stepped up to the challenge of playing, you know, a higher level, you know, ball club. So um, Ty Schrock was two for four. Jake Moore, two for four. Caden Clarion was one for three. Max Phillips, one for four. Cole McKay and uh, Brady Clark were both two for four. So, you know, we put we put the bat on the ball and made some things happen and made them, you know, try to play us straight up. And, uh, you know, obviously, you know, if the, if the Ortner kid, they were kind of saving the Ortner kid for Saturday. So, you know, we saw some different pitching, obviously, but still to get a win against Don Bosco was a pretty, pretty exciting moment for, for the, our coaching staff and for our kids. Yeah, uh, that Max Phillips, it seems like he's he, he grew a lot over the offseason. Uh, big kid. He got a couple big RBIs for you in that Kyoto game. Uh, yep. I'm pretty impressed yep. with him myself. Uh, I, I, yep. I think he might be a big big weapon for you. Well, uh, did you still have another game this week? Yeah, we finished off the week with English Valley, um, which is kind of a – I call it a, the catch game because, you know, you we were coming off a, you know, Let's let's be honest. You know, wins versus Kyoto and Don Bosco are pretty, pretty impressive. Pretty sky, pretty sky high for us. Um, you know, and the Bell playing game was kind of a memory at that time. But you know, we're coming off two pretty big wins. We got late home late, like at twelve thirty, um, and then you, you know we've got English Valley coming in. And you got to, you know, you still have to mentally prepare. You know, to play and get these kids ready, and you know, some you know the being a kid, you know, sometimes you you know, show up the field and you, you just want to play. And, you know, we had to make some adjustments from pitching, obviously, you know, yeah, your, seen... your staff was probably pretty depleted by the fourth game. Oh, uh, we, we turned around and pitched Caden Clarion again because he'd only pitched 90 on Monday. So he's recovered. Uh, and he looked really well against English Valleys. I mean, he was, 
he was dealing. I think he ended up with 12 strikeouts and one walk, only gave up three hits in the game. Um, I mean, if you go look at, look at the stats, we only gave up three hits in the game for seven innings. Um, you know, struck out, Caden had 12, Jake had one. So we struck out 13 of the 21 outs. Um, we, we had some defensive miscues just because I think we were tired and we were uh, just, you know, you look at, you know, the other team on paper and you think, oh, we're going to 10 run them. And then, you know, that gets in your head because, you know, you had two big wins and, you know, they're still just kids, you know, and, and motivating them to come back and play, you know, that fourth date, uh, we, we've got some growing mentally to do there as far as coming to the ball field. I mean, our, our kids did prepare the right way. It's just mentally you, you're, you're telling yourself, Oh, we're going to win by 10 and, you know, credit to credit to English Valley, obviously, you know, for coming and not just doing that. Um, they threw a nice pitcher and Reese Bender threw some nice strikes for him. Um, and we just, we couldn't, we couldn't get adjusted right away. We had seen, you know, Anderson the night before left-hander. I, I don't know what he throws, 75, 78, somewhere in there. Uh, and then, you know, Mac Ordner, who's throwing high 80s, you know, 80 above for the other two pitchers. And then, you know, you come in and you see a slower pitcher. And uh, sometimes we have to adjust better to those things. Uh, I can't remember how many people we stranded here. I'll tell you in a second. Um we ended up stranded nine base runners throughout the game. So we had, we had 10 hits and stranded nine. Um, you know, we, we've got to find ways to, to, you know, get those runs across earlier and make things happen. So, well, but it was a big, big week for us. Well, uh, you had a big week last week. Again, you know, probably one of the most impressive weeks. Uh, uh, can't hardly imagine another team having a much better week than you did, but uh, uh, we got another week coming up. What, what, what are we looking at this week? Uh, we're going to practice today, and then uh, tomorrow we're at Davis County. Um, Troy County didn't have a baseball club, so we had to go find some games to kind of replace them somewhat. So we're going to go down to Davis County and see Coach White um, and play that game. Uh, Wednesday we're back at home uh, uh, versus Iowa Valley. Uh, which, you know, they're a younger ball club. Yeah. They were they were really good as eighth graders. You know, they've got a bunch of eighth graders that are pretty good right now. So they're a good young ball club. And then uh, Friday we head to Kofax Mingo. Okay. So only, only three games this week. So, so, you know, but we've got – I know we've got a, some loaded schedule behind that, but it's nice just to have three games this week. Three games and two of them are on the road? <laughs> uh, we're at Davis County and at Kofax Mingo. Yeah, okay. Well, uh, yep. what time uh, do these games start, and uh, uh, how can our listeners follow these games? Uh, Davis County JV will start at 5.30, then Varsity will follow, so Varsity will be under the lights. Wednesday, Varsity's first at home here. Uh, you can catch that game. Uh, I know Miss, Mitch Essek is doing some Thunder Country stuff, KMKZ, Avoski, I think that's the initials. Uh you know, out of uh, Oskaloosa does sub stuff on the radio for us. So um, I'm not sure about Davis County. I think live streams everything on a yeah. Facebook page. Yeah, that'll be a on too. Through Atumwa. So you might be able to catch that one on the, their Facebook live. <clears throat> and I'm not sure about Kofax Mingo. All right. Well, uh, that'll, be a, that'll be a six o'clock varsity start, but I'm not sure about how to listen or view it. Well, uh, thanks for being with us, Coach. Anything we didn't get a cover that you wanted to cover? No, I, th I appreciate your coverage and, uh, you know, our fans uh, traveling all week with us. And, you know, I think they saw some pretty good baseball this week. So appreciate right. everything you're doing. All right. Well, thanks for being with us, Coach. Thank you. We are heading to Wilton, Iowa, to talk to Coach Serrata about the Wilton Beavers week. Welcome back to the program, Coach. Thank you. Well, uh, could you go over last week's games? With yeah, last week uh, we went two and two. Uh, we won, won a game with Durant, uh, lost two close games to Durant, and then uh, we beat undefeated Minneapolis on Friday. So I uh, ended up 2-2 two and two last week. Um, much better play on our part for the all week long. All right. Well, uh, go a little over over each game a little bit with me. Uh, Monday, we, we split with Durant. We won a 4-3 to three game. Um, Landon Putman 
picked up a win on the mound, threw very well for us. Uh, Kane Willie came in and got a save. Um, very good pitching on our part that game. Uh, game two, uh, we put up some runs but lost uh, eight to five. Um, had, had a lot of guys on base, hitting the ball much better. Um, and then on um, Thursday, we went to Durant for a JV varsity and uh, got down early, six to nothing. Uh, came back, scored three runs, and had lots of opportunities in the uh, sixth and seventh inning. We just couldn't put up more runs, lost six to three. And then on Friday, we we beat uh, Minneapolis. Um, eight to five, um, guys hit the ball pretty well. And Putman again started and threw well for us. And a couple guys came in and uh, threw the rest of that game for us. Ben Garvin picked up the win on the mound. So um, much better week for us. The guys are putting the ball in play and uh, doing some good things for us. Well, it seems like all the teams, uh, the more games they play, the more they elevate their their uh, play. And uh, um, well, let's go over let's go over some of the pitchers that that really performed well for this week, and maybe some of the hitters that performed well for you this week. Um, yeah, I'd say Landon Putman pitched really well for us this week. Um, picked up the win Monday and left the game with a four to one lead on Friday. Um, did not get a decision Friday. We gave up a few runs and went. Uh, we came back and won that one. Um, Landon Putman also had. Three hits on Friday, a couple RBIs. Um, Kate Serrata had five hits during the week and five RBIs for us. Um, Owen Hassel had four or five hits for us during the week. It's nice to have him back in the leadoff spot, uh, scoring runs for us, um, getting on base, setting the table. That's that's very helpful. Um, ben Garvin, our center fielder. Uh, he had several hits for us this week. I think he had four hits, a couple doubles, a uh, few RBIs. So, um, you know, those guys are, are really hitting the ball well for us. And then uh, Chaz Allison also had a good week for us. I think he had um, he had a, a four-hit week for us as well with uh, four RBIs. So, um Getting the ball and play more, and you know, guys are starting to hit the ball up and down the lineup, which is a plus for us. Well, uh, you had a little injury with uh, Owen Hassel, a uh, uh, freak foul ball hit him in the eye. Uh, uh, tell us a little bit about that injury and and, and uh, how long is it going to take him to recover from that? Um, yeah, he's leading off the game on Friday night. He count was one and two, and he fouled off a pitch right back into his. Is like right, right above his nose and his eyes there, and uh, his eye left his, uh, his uh, eye was swollen shut. So um, he's he's hoping to be back tonight, but uh, we'll see. He's gonna we'll see a batting practice today, how he's doing and how he feels. But uh, obviously that'd be huge for us to get him back. Um, guy that gets on base a lot for us and can do a lot of good things for us. Well, he sounds like he's tough as nails, to be honest with you. Uh, uh, I, I'd have to take a while off till I could even, even see. But I, I, I used to heal good when I was young, but I don't anymore. Uh, well, uh, Coach, what do we got? Uh, what, what do we got on the plate for this week? This week we have a doubleheader with Regina at Regina tonight. Um, Thursday we have Regina at home. And then Friday, we have a doubleheader with Midland at home. So five-game week for us. Um, hopefully, you know, we can continue to get the good pitching we've been getting and get those timely hits, and uh, we can win some of those close games. Well, uh, uh, that's a, 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 a lot of ask for uh, a pitching staff. Uh, what is the strategy uh, uh, when you're coaching and you know you got five games a week and how you got to kind of limit pitchers and, and all that? Yeah, um, it's always good to have a plan going into the week, but just you know, if you know one guy doesn't perform correctly or, or do his job, or you know things don't go their way, you know with with calls or you know um, defense doesn't help out, then you know you end up using more guys than you plan to, then it pretty much shoots the the whole week down the tube. So you know we we'll go in with our guys starting tonight with uh, a plan of you know who's going to relieve. And then hopefully both those guys can bounce back Friday 
if we can keep him under 90 tonight and then uh, and bounce back Friday and throw as well, which will be beneficial to have those guys go Monday, Friday. And if our relievers can come in and, and do their jobs, um, you know, we should should be okay for the week. Like I said, if things things go awry for us, then uh, we go to plan B and, and we don't know what we have for Friday. So we will uh, – Plan accordingly tonight. We hopefully start Landon Putman and Drew Keith on the mound, and then uh, you know use our our lefty relievers and, and Kane Willie and Caden uh, uh, Sivia. Those guys are doing a great job coming in off the bench and uh, and relieving for us. It's nice to have you know start some righties, bring in some lefties, gives a different look. And I think that's, that's been working well for us. And those those two freshmen, Kane and Caden, have done a great job uh, of coming in and relieving for us all season long. So hopefully they can continue to do that, and our team will continue to you know play good defense behind them and hopefully you know, pick up some wins. Well, uh, Mike Tyson once famously said, "Everybody's got a game plan until you get punched in the mouth." <laughs> That's right. You know, you, you, with the pitch count and, and whatnot, you, you try to plan accordingly, and hopefully, hopefully, you know, things will work well. Last week, I thought our pitchers really, really did well and, and did exactly what we needed them to do. And uh, we got a, we got a great outing from Drew Keith on Thursday, which uh, off the uh, in relief against uh, Duran. He came in and threw uh, five scoreless innings. Uh, really pitched well, so hopefully that will uh, continue on tonight for him. Um, he's been, he's a guy that that's a, likes to compete, and you know he's he's a gamer. So hopefully he'll be ready to go against Regina tonight. Well, uh, uh, coach, is there anything we didn't get to talk about that you wanted to talk about? No, I think that you know it's just a busy week for us this week. Hopefully, you know you know take our, our Mediapolis win on Friday and and use our momentum from that game and continue on. You know, they're a good team and well-coached team, and to get that win Friday was, was good for us. And hopefully that will propel us into a good week this week. Well, uh, I know you guys got a beaver cast. Is there uh, uh, any way for the listeners to follow uh, the team this week? Yeah, I think the, the beaver cast, we should have them at uh, hopefully, I, I assume, our home game on Thursday and, and possibly Friday. All right. Well, thanks for being with us, Coach. All right, thank you. We are headed to Kyoto, Iowa to talk to Coach McCombs. Welcome back to the program, Coach. Hey, thanks for having me again. Well, uh, let's go over last week's game first. Oh, um, I can't think of who we played. Who, who did we play on Monday? We played, uh, we played uh, I know you played. Played Sigourney Wednesday. We played somebody on Monday, too. I don't know who we played. Oh, Iowa Valley. Yeah, Iowa Valley. Yeah, that was a. Uh, <laughs> I was there for both of them. Yeah, so uh, Iowa Valley game was a good game. I mean, we played we played really, really well, and uh, and uh, they had pitched their number one versus our number one, and it was pretty good. Uh, pretty good pitching battle there. Um, well, I guess they're pitching number one against our not number one, but but they're number one. So made a pretty good pitching battle. I threw them well, so. Uh, so that was a good game. Uh, I think we ended up winning that one seven to one, maybe eight to one, and then um, we went to suddenly came to Kyoto a few days later on Wednesday, and really Wednesday, Wednesday game we just didn't finish a game. I mean, we've struggled with that. We haven't played a complete game all year, and that's kind of our our issue. Well, uh, the Iowa Valley game, your outfielders played some of the best defense. I've seen any outfield play in all of high school baseball in a couple of years I've been covering it. Uh, and I think that was quite key to your victory, wouldn't it? Yeah. I mean, they're, our outfield's great. I mean, they're just, they're, we're working on getting them to uh, be up to where, you know, they've been in the past, but they're uh, they're still they're still a work in progress, but they're, uh, they're definitely progressing pretty well. And, uh, I'm looking forward to seeing when they actually get to that point that uh, that we need them at. But no, they uh, they definitely been making the the easy players and make the average plays. And high school baseball, you win the games. That's a big one. Well, uh, in the Sigourney game, it was uh, a two to two tie with two outs in the top of the uh, uh, sixth inning. Uh, when uh, and you had two strikes on on Molinex and he hit that. Uh, 
home run that kind of uh, changed the momentum of the game, I guess. Uh, but other, uh, and then I think there was an error later that let in a, a few more runs. Uh, but you uh, uh, played a pretty great game, and that was a pretty exciting game. Uh, but it was uh, uh, Sigourney just made less mistakes, I would say, in that game. Yeah, I mean that's that's the big one. They made they made less mistakes, and you know, I, like I like I said, we're still trying to find that one game that we complete. We got we got to play a complete game to win against those good teams, and right now we haven't we haven't done that yet. So until uh, until we come out and stay focused for an entire seven innings, we're we're gonna we're gonna have some trouble against some of these these better teams. That's what uh, that's what we gotta we gotta figure out how to how we can accomplish that so we can continue winning games. Well, you're uh, three and three at this point. This point, aren't you? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's not too bad of a start. Uh, let, let's talk about this week that's coming up. Uh, what do we got? Well, this week coming up, we got Bell playing and Bell playing. Um, since I've been a head coach, we've never lost to them, and they're uh, they're good this year, though. I mean, they are they are they're going to be our, our challenge for the uh, for the week. They're going to be the best team we play next week, and I mean, it should it should be a really really good game. It's going to be interesting. So we got well, that I, one. I've talked to a couple coaches that played them. Uh, uh, they played. Uh, uh, they lost three to one to what you know is to be a very good Sigourney team. Uh, so I think they will uh, be bringing a team to, uh, that can compete with us. Well, yeah, no, they're 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 going to be good, and it's it's funny because uh, my uh, cousin coaches over there. He's assistant coach over there, and you know, yeah, every game we we play, he always comes to me. He's like, "Oh, we were this close. Oh, we were this close. Oh, we were this close." And I'm hoping we can keep it that way. That he keeps coming and telling me how close they were beating us, but they didn't actually get us this time. So that's the plan: is keep them close, but not over, <laughs> not too close. <laughs> Well, uh, you're home on Monday or Tuesday. Uh, where where are you at the rest of the week? Oh, we have. I think we have Evie on Wednesday, and then we'll have New London on Thursday, and we'll have Montezuma on Friday. Okay. Well, what do we know about those teams? Um, Evie, I don't really know much about. I know they combine with Tri County. And Evie always plays us tough. I, that's that's one of those things. They're, they're one of those teams that we always seem to struggle against. And it doesn't matter if we're really good, they're really bad, they're really good, we're really bad. It doesn't really matter. We seem to always play a close game. And I'm, I'm not really sure what, what the reason is for that, but those games always seem to be really, really close. So we're pre- preparing for a close game on that one. And then uh, – uh, New London is a game that I have been looking forward to for quite a while. Uh, they've they've got uh, they've had I mean they're state champions last year, so yeah. I mean, they're they've been just a powerhouse for the last four years, and you know we we've played them. I we I thought we had them last year, and then we made a mistake in the outfield and turned the game around pretty pretty quick. So it's really uh, us trying to uh, to you know redeem ourselves from the last few years of, of playing you know one of the best teams in the state. Well, that'll definitely that, be uh, a majoring stick going up against uh, the last year's state champions. Oh yeah, yeah. Actually, last year's game we had them in a hole. We had them. We were, we were up eight to one going into fourth, I think fourth or fifth, and then we had one error. And it wasn't even—it wasn't even an error. It was more just a, you know, one of those boneheaded moves. You can't count me that was just like, a, you know, oopsie. <laughs> but uh, no, it scored, scored them three runs, and then they came back pretty quickly. So, so no, uh, I talked to their head coach. They said we scored the most runs against them last year that they'd uh, they had scored on in the entire season, all the way through the state tournament and everything. We scored the most, and that was eight runs. And when you got a team that only gets up eight runs one time in a season, it's a pretty good baseball team. <laughs> yeah, they they just pow- they did struggle a little bit against Pekin in the first round of the playoffs, but after that, they just until they got the state championship game, uh, they they were just knocking people uh, silly in the in the. Oh team. yeah. Well, and they were a great team. They had a lot of great players, but I know they graduated a lot of players, so uh, it's going to yep, be a, a, kind of a new look team, won't it be? Yep, they uh, 
they graduated everybody but one starter. They have one starter that is still there, so they graduated eight of their eight of their nine. And then uh, they uh, head coach and their assistant coach both left with their uh, seniors. So they got a new coach, new team, and there's a whole whole new game. So I'm not uh, not really sure how they're gonna be. I mean, you, I've never seen any of their players and don't know their coaches, so it's hard to know in that game. All right. Well, what what do we got? To, uh, what about Montezuma? Uh, what do we know about them? You know, Montezuma's coached really well, and that's that's what they have to go and form them. They've got. I mean, they've been pretty young. They're pretty young last year. They got a Cook kid who's really really good baseball player, and uh, no, they're just they're young and they're going to progress, and we'll see. I mean, it's really – they're one of those teams where you don't know who they are either. It's so early in the season, it's hard to know how a lot of these teams are going to be until you, you know, see them or, you know, hear of how they're playing. But, uh, you know, some of those teams that are, you know, north of us, we're, in, we're not really hearing anything about because nobody around us has played them. So, uh, no, I, I think that they'll be they'll, – they'll, they'll be a challenging game, I I imagine, because I'm guessing they'll pitch Cook against us. I'm guessing Cook's going to pitch, you know, two games this week. So I'm guessing he'll be the guy we're going to see, and that'll be a uh, – it should be a good battle too. All right. Well, uh, who's pitching Monday night, and what time's the game start? Well, or Tuesday night, have, I mean. Yeah, Tuesday night, uh, we've got Anderson pitching, and he'll start at six. And then uh, we'll continue moving through our uh, pitching rotation. Yeah, I'm, I'm one of those. I'm one of the few people in one A baseball that I just I set my pitching rotation. My kids go one kid pitch one game, one kid pitch the next. So uh, then we'll have to see uh, Tanner on Tuesday, Cole on Wednesday, and Billy on on uh, Friday. So it'll be that's kind of how our rotation works, and we'll have to find you know some guys to uh, relieve some games in, the, in those. Well, it sounds like there'll be games of plenty. Uh, Round Guy Radio will be there for the Tuesday night game. Coach, is there anything we didn't get to talk about that you wanted to? Nope, not that I can think of. All right, well, thanks for being with us. Yeah, thank you, Dave. We are heading to Wellman, Iowa to talk to Coach Mullet about his very highly ranked uh, uh, Mid-Prairie Golden Hawks. Welcome to the program, Coach. Yeah, thanks for having me. So, uh, Tell me about uh, uh, last week. You had four games. I think you had a pretty good record last week. Uh, uh, let's go over those games. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, on Monday, we started off on a bad note, kind of. Um, we played Monticello at home there. Uh, we came up short in that game. Um, just didn't quite didn't quite have the offense that night. Um, gave up a couple under runs and and just didn't play our best that night. Uh, just had kind of an off night, which is going to happen. I mean, we're not going to win them all. So, um, you know, you move on, you move forward, and you learn from your losses and, and try to get better each day. And so we did that. Uh, you know, then we bounced back on uh, Thursday and play a 4A Bettendorf, very good Bettendorf team, and get the win there. Uh, you know, really proud of our guys coming out. You know, Colin Miller pitched that game, had a very good outing against – a very good Bettendorf team, and uh, you know the guys. We had enough offense in that game to win three to two, and and get the win there. Um, you know, it's pretty proud of our guys for uh, coming off a loss and going in the right direction. You know, we had a couple days of practice there to to prepare. Um, you know, kind of get our stuff right and, and move forward. Um, you know, had that, and then following night on Friday night was our big game against our rival Waysburg. Um, you know, we knew. Coming in, that was going to be a showdown. Um, you know, they got very good pitchers. You know, they got the Trey O'Neill, um, one of the best in the state. We knew we'd see him, and uh, we knew it was going to be a battle. And our guys did a good job competing and, and coming out and being ready for that. Um, you know, after coming off, it kind of shows uh, to their toughness a little bit. Um, you know, playing a 4A school the night before and having a long battle with them and then coming, you know, being ready to go the next day against another very tough team um, and getting the win that night. You know, we get the win there 7-3. to three. Um, Alex Bean was on the mound and did an awesome job, had a slow start. You know, we had a rocky start there at the first inning or two, gave up a couple under and runs with some errors, um, with some pass balls and things like that. But then he started to settle in really well and, and threw a good game. Uh, you know, then we brought Kane Brown in that 
later in the sixth inning there and Kane set it up and uh, Carson Pence came in and shut the door. Um, so we did an awesome job. Uh, I think we had about seven or eight hits that game and just had enough offense and played clean defense and pitched the ball well. So um, had that. And then Saturday we, we played West Branch, uh, went up there for a single game Saturday morning, um, you know, one ten to 2 um, against a solid West Branch team. You know, our guys kind of had a – Rocky start there at the beginning of the game again. Uh, you know, again, good to their toughness coming off of two days, two nights in a row with two hard teams. You know, I was concerned with if we could stay locked in on Saturday and, and come ready to compete. Um, it was wasn't too happy with uh, the complete outcome. Uh, you know, I still I know we won ten to two, but I still feel like we weren't ourselves necessarily in the first few innings. There it took us longer than what what we should have to get after it. And, um, and get into our groove, but uh, got the job done. A win is a win, and like I said, try to learn as much as you can. It's easy to learn from your losses, but try to learn as much as you can from your wins too. Well, let's just kind of go over the first couple of weeks. Uh, uh, how would you evaluate the pitching, the hitting, and the fielding? Yeah, um, you know, I guess starting off with our pitching, um, uh, you know, that's that's the main focus. Um, you know, we. If you're going to be successful in high school baseball, I mean, you got to have good pitching. And it's been a concern. You know, we've really tried to focus on it. Uh, you know, last year we had a couple injuries late in the season, you know, during our state run. Um, then I think our season could have went a little different if we would have stayed healthy. So, you know, this off season coming into it and coming into this year, you know, that's been the focus, uh, trying to stay healthy and, and having the depth. And it's it's been a struggle. Uh, you know, we had – Bowen Burmeister, a guy we were uh, looking to be our number three this year. Um, you know, he had knee surgery before the year. Uh, Carson Grout, you know, who's would have been our number one. He's had Tommy John over the year. He's playing, but um, he's not pitching this year. And then we just recently had another – oh, another injury with Al, Al, uh, with Brady Weber, our right fielder and number three pitcher. Um, he got hurt the other – first week there at Regina um he's looking at a small tear in his meniscus and ACL and so we're hopefully uh trying to get him back uh here in a couple weeks uh doctor thinks he'll be ready to go but just been struggling with some injuries but very very proud of our guys um you know we we've got the depth uh, you know the guys stepping into them roles filling in for them them guys um doing a good job um you know Colin Miller kind of leads away um and guides those guys and our we've been able to have our younger guys step in um you know Carson Pence is one that comes to mind uh Carson's a sophomore you know we didn't or a junior we didn't really know where he's going to be this year and just has come in and absolutely competed his tail off and has gotten a couple saves now and and doing a great job uh you know another one is Kane Brown we just got Kane back as a relief pitcher uh he had a pulled hamstring there missed the first week um so rotation there so kind of hanging on by a thread there for a little while but um should be getting going again uh with their pitchers um you know I guess as far as hitting you know we kind of had a slow start that first week a little bit but um got enough done in some games uh with some small ball to push enough runs across um you know we're by no means where we want to be as a hitting team right now uh, we've got a lot of work to do and a lot of growing to do um this season you know we've we're definitely not where we want to be uh towards the end of the year as far as a hitting team i mean like i said we've got a lot to learn and a lot of experience to go through to get there you know hopefully we can get there towards the end of the season uh getting ready for districts and, and really turn it on at that time uh, that's when we want to be playing our best baseball so hopefully we can work towards that um you know as far as the fielding goes yeah um i really boy our our infield i really feel like is one of the best in the state uh you know with carson carson grout at shortstop and cameron pickard um at second base i I don't know where you can get a better middle infield than them two guys. Um, they do such an outstanding job. You know, Kane Brown over at first and, and Brock Harlan behind the plate. Um, you know, all our guys have been doing a good job. We've had, you know, little hiccups here and there. Um, 
you know, with some errors, had a few more errors than we'd like to, um, but that's part of the game. You know, it's physical errors you can't control. Uh, you know, you can control the mindset and, and how you think that way. But, um, you know, those things are going to happen. So, but overall, been very happy with our defense. Um, like I said, towards the end of the year, the whole goal is to get better each week and, and be playing our cleanest, best baseball at the end of the year. So. All right. Well, uh, what, what do we got on the schedule for this week? Uh, yeah, this week, uh, we got, uh, tomorrow we'll, on Tuesday, we'll play, um, we'll play Tipton. We got a doubleheader, um, at home there, uh, with the solid Tipton team. Uh, you know, they got Davis Webb, the big lefty. Um, he'll be a real good matchup. Uh, they'll be very tough with, with him on the mound, um, there. Um, we got a doubleheader with them. And then on, see on Thursday, we, we go back to Tipton, uh, for a JV varsity game up there. And then we'll finish the week off with a, a doubleheader at home on Friday against West Branch. So um, conference week this week, you know, Tipton and West Branch being in our conference, um, you know, it'll be a grind with, with five games. You know, hopefully we can uh, not use up our pitching and, and finish finish the week strong and be ready to hit offensively and, and get after it. All right. Well, Coach, is there anything we didn't get to talk about that you wanted to talk about? No, I don't think so. No. All right. Well, uh, um, KCII, I assume, is uh, covering your team. Uh, Zach Eulen, I imagine, his golden voice will be uh, in dulcet tones, will be broadcasting some of this. Uh, uh, is there any other way to follow the Mid-Prairie uh, Golden Hawks this season? Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, on we try to update scores on Twitter and stuff like that. We do have a uh, – we have an online uh, uh, live stream of games that is – it's actually getting – we got – did a bunch of baseball renovations and so they had to reprogram it or reset it up uh this next couple of weeks but they hope to be uh going again this week here on that so well uh i am hoping to uh, get a chance to uh check out your new press box this week uh as we're kind of scheduled to come up there friday this week so yep. well uh thanks for being with us coach and uh, uh go golden hawks huh yeah thanks for having me This episode of Round Guy Radio Sports has been brought to you by these great sponsors, Girling Repair of Winfield, Iowa. If your mower is dead, call Fred, your Husqvarna and Aaron's dealer. Wayland State Bank, over 90 years of being community-minded, just like you, located in Wayland, Winfield, and Mount Pleasant. There are big changes coming to downtown Wellman, new storefronts, and Buckwaller Motors is proud to be part of those changes. You can still find that reliable family car for you or your student at Buckwaller Motors in Wellman and Richardson Tech Solutions of Richland, Iowa.